0: unencumbered by political correctness, undeterred in her mission to spread the truth, unafraid to be a true conservative. She's unapologetic, uncompromising, unwavering, and an undeniably powerful voice when we need it most.
1: This is my fight
0: song. This is Rose Unplugged.
1: Welcome to this episode of Rose Unplugged. I'm really excited because we'll be talking to former Governor Bob Ehrlich, and he has a new book. It's Original, Unconventional, and Inconvenient, Donald J. Trump and His MAGA Movement. Can't wait to talk to him. Can't wait for you to hear the interview. But before we get started, I want to tell you that these episodes are made possible because of people like Mike Lindell at MyPillow. If you go to MyPillow.com, and put in promo code ROSE, you can get up to 66% off. Now, let me tell you something. I have both pairs of slippers. They have two different styles. One's a slip-on, the other one is a moccasin. I feel like my feet are being hugged by these slippers. They are so comfortable, so warm, so cozy. But they have other great products. All you need to do is go to MyPillow.com and check out those products and get up to 66% off if you put in promo code ROSE. Also, Hemp Lily, another wonderful woman who has started this business. Even through COVID, she, she hung in there strong. She is a patriot. She is a Christian. She's a wonderful woman. You people would love her. Hemp Lily, L-I-L-Y, HempLily.com. If you put in promo code ROSE there, you get 25% off. And I want to tell you, I use her products. They are amazing. The moisturizer, the gummy bears at night. There are so many items that you never even thought of. Special oils, essential oils. You need to check out Hemplily.com. Put in promo code ROSE for up to 25, for 25% off. All right, so let's talk about my next guest. He is the 60th governor of Maryland. He was the first Republican elected in 36 years before 2002. He had previously served four terms in the House of Representatives, He served as a member of House Majority Whip Team prior to his time in Congress. He served on Maryland's House of Delegates, and now he serves as Senior Counsel in Government Advocacy at King and Spalding Law Firm. He's the co-host of Bottom Line with Bob and Kendall Ehrlich. You may have heard this interview with Kendall, his co-host, his wife, And uh, he's a weekly columnist for Western Journal. I love Western Journal. He's the author of five books. Today, we are going to talk about his newest book. And it is called Original, Unconventional, and Inconvenient. Donald J. Trump and His MAGA Movement. Please welcome to the show, Governor Bob Ehrlich. Bob, uh, Governor Ehrlich, I have to tell you, This book, the title, I'm like, you you just hit it, the nail on the head, every single time. He is original. He was unconventional. He was inconvenient for so many people. And he did, in four years, more than we could have possibly hoped. It was unimaginable before he took office that so much could have been done, so much positive could have been done. And now we're kind of back at square one. But what made you decide to write this book?
0: Well, Rose, I had written my previous book. I bet you didn't see that one coming. <laughs> 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 I like Which that. Was a, that was about the Trump campaign of 2016. I had been on my uh, one of my previous book tours, or, or my third book, and I had not intended to write my fourth book, but I was in New Hampshire, I was in Florida, up and down the East Coast, primarily, a little bit in the Midwest, uh, doing my third book tour, and I just started seeing... Uh, the people showing up for this casino magnet, Queens developer, former Democrat, right? Uh, uh, the whole nine yards, it, and and I, it was tangible. It was I've never seen the the only parallel I could draw in my lifetime was Jack Kemp crowds. I'm a big Jack Kemp fan. Uh, I love Jack Kemp, and he really could turn on an audience. And Is that right? I, I, and and I, I saw what mr trump was doing uh on the hustings and, and so i would go back to my dc law firm my, my gigantic dc law firm and a terrific law firm and i I'd report to everyone and they thought i was drinking they thought i lost my mind <laughs> but you know I mean, uh, k street washington was in denial of course just,
1: no one thought I, that was going to happen
0: no, no one, one no one foresaw it, but I no. saw it. I saw the crowds. I saw yep. the women, particularly, in the white T-shirts, the Trump T-shirts. Yep. They had no sense of humor when anything negative was brought up about him. I saw people making $25,000 a year. The connection between working class, blue-collar America, people uh, would still have dirt under their hands, uh, and this Queen's developer, and I had to write about it. So that was the fourth book. Bet you didn't see that one coming. <laughs> and then I really had to write this one because of what the title is there this original politician this incredibly unconventional politician and this very inconvenient politician for both party establishments
1: wow let's let's talk about that per- and by the way i have to tell you that of course i did work on the campaign 2016 and i served on laura trump's uh board of directors for women for trump and uh, and Going into 2020, I also worked for the uh, state finance committee and traveled the entire state. I want to tell you that what I saw, I had never seen before. Now I knew that I was seeing something quite unique in 2016, but then 2020 was even something quite different than that. I saw the Amish. It was so organic. They would come out with their, their horse and buggies and their, these are, this is a group of people who ordinarily or typically would not even bother to vote let alone get involved in the campaigning of a presidential election what i saw was quite unique Quite original and unconventional, where that group of people is concerned. But I also met with uh, the Jewish community across the state and the small business community because they were so hurt by the restrictions that were put on them in the state of Pennsylvania by this governor that they, they told me they were Democrats, always voted Democrat. They would never do that again. I saw what I had never seen before in the state of Pennsylvania, even Comparing it to 2016, it was a greater response, a more organic response to a presidential candidate.
0: It well, was you're you're right. You're right. It, 2016 was about the enthusiasm as a function of this very unique
1: ah, yes.
0: popular this American version, this 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 new populism, conservative populism, I call it, and, and so. But that was just enthusiasm, and that's all it can be in a campaign. And then what you saw in 2020 was the tangible results of promises made, promises kept. A new deal for flyover America, calling out both party establishments, taking on the Chamber of Commerce, taking on woke capitalism, taking on progressivism, taking on China. Uh, Explaining America first was not America alone. What you saw was this enthusiasm uh, among working class, middle class folks With regard to an agenda articulated and an agenda ticked off. And I love the fact this president, this administration kept score. You know, Americans keep score. They made score for a reason, right?
1: (laughs) Remember when they didn't want kids to keep score? Every child on the baseball team knew the score, okay? They knew what the score was, even if we weren't keeping score when they were younger, they wouldn't, you know. Tally up the they score. They knew the
0: score. They, they knew, knew it. The, the PRA, they knew how many hits they had. But they know who won, right? Yeah. And, and the president was out there saying, hey, it's okay to want to win. America is used to winning. And, and he brought that back to us. It's okay to expect to win. We're American. We're exceptional. We should expect to win.
1: Wow. And some of the ways in your, in the book, you talk about him being original. I mean, because, you know, you said earlier he's an original politician, an unconventional politician. Some would even argue that perhaps he wasn't a politician at all.
0: Well, that, <laughs> that's, there's an upside and downside to that. You're right? right. right. You're, no, you're right. That's part of the appeal. And how many people came up to you and came, came up to me, anyone associated with the campaign? And said, look, I love him, I love the agenda, I love what he's doing, but can you just get him to stop the tweets? Just, But you're right, It was he made his own rules, he had, there were literally no rules. He sold the first campaign, it was really a call to personality. It was a guy out there saying things people hadn't heard in a long time. That's right. It was a guy out there saying things that were so inconvenient yes. to both party establishments, yes. from Washington, D.C., to Capitol Hill. That's what made him scary. Calling out China, very very scary. Wow, situation.
1: that's right. And and his stance on the border. You know, I remember the. Listen, by the way, for my listeners, we're talking to former Governor Bob Ehrlich. Uh, when you think about originality and how an unconventional he was and inconvenient, what is there one example that sticks out in your mind more than anything else? I mean, there are so many. I know that, but is there one in particular that stands out in your mind?
0: It has to be. It's the easy one, but there's so many, right? But it's it's China. Yeah. Now, I, I came to Congress in the '90s, and it was not just the chamber. It was the business community, it was the Republican leadership, it was the establishment. Look, and and this wasn't an evil thought. It made sense at the time. Not all of us bought it. I, I did not buy it wholeheartedly, but it was. Look, to the extent we can engage them, the, uh, WTO make them uh, less malign players, make them play by the rules. You'll create a, uh, a mini-democracy, and, and you'll see not just uh, capitalism with Chinese or communism with Chinese characteristics, you'll see uh, over time uh, a less dangerous regime. And that was the mindset. You know that. I know that. I mean, I was part of it. I was fed that. As a new member of Congress in the '90s, and that was the mindset of the mainstream Republican Party, the mainstream business party, the business Democrats, for that matter, for decades until this guy came around. And not just by the what I loved about Trump was the whole China thing wasn't Johnny Come Lately. He has been talking about this for thirty years. Wow, he that's true. About intellectual property and what trade deals are doing to fly over America, and, and how dangerous this regime was. Uh, and, and, and Hong Kong being in, in, uh, in the crosshairs, all of this. And what you see now is the fact that that's, uh, that narrative just wasn't true. It was not true then. It was, it's not true now. It's a very dangerous regime. And you had this one American politician with the guts to call it out. And, yes. and, and, and uh, obviously this was just exactly what uh, the Chamber of Commerce, the establishments, Silicon Valley, Wall Street did not want to hear.
1: Governor Early, too. When you think about it, you it was astounding his ability to hang in there when he was criticized even before he got he held office, and until the moment he left, and and it continues today. He was criticized. He was attacked. He was. I mean, impeachment. I mean, all of these things. You know, the attempted impeachment uh, procedures. The this man withstood all of that I, I i don't know that anyone else could do that he no one else has ever been attacked from day one until their last day to the degree that he was attacked personally uh, I, and politically
0: uh, i agree now we all know all republican presidential candidates and all republican presidents all republicans <laughs> true <laughs> that matter, true are, are attacked it's always the race card, it's always this, it's always that, misogynist, blah, blah, blah. It, it, that's the playbook. Well, we know that. But you're right. This was at greater depth. This was at a more emotional level. And the primary reason in my view in the book makes this point is he was so inconvenient. Wow. So inconvenient for the power brokers in this country, both parties. So inconvenient for the establishment. And I would often in my stump speeches around around the country, people would say, oh, about the tweets, the mean tweets, about that." And I said, I, I get it. I get it. But what part of disruptor did you think was going to be comfortable? <laughs> what part of disruptor did you think would be benign? I and I got it. people thinking, yeah, disruptors aren't pleasant by definition.
1: I like that. I'm writing that down. You're right. That's absolutely right.
0: And uh, I would describe. I would describe him. <laughs> I would <describe laughs> the guys, He's the guy. The president is the guy that shows up at your cocktail party uninvited, doesn't like the food, and tells everybody what a bad party you had. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I hope that's in the book. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's in the book or not, actually. But I, I use that line a lot. But he was that guy. He was the most inconvenient politician for party brokers, for establishments, for people who wrote the rules. But for people making twenty eight thousand dollars a year with blue collars, yeah. and lunch pails, he became a hero quite quickly. They
1: didn't care that he was a billionaire. They didn't care how much money he had. There was no. They just liked him, and I think they believed that he was for the little guy. They believed it. They were that, he, and he was. It turns out he well, was. was.
0: But it wasn't just rhetoric. It was a record. Right. The point the book makes. Like you said earlier, this was the most successful politician in our lifetimes, including our hero, President Reagan.
1: Yes. Yes, and I loved Reagan.
0: This was, by any definition, a, success, a wildly successful agenda. And by the way, that is the final point of the book, uh, which is, look, I don't know whether the president's going to run. I don't know if he even wants to run. Nobody knows that. But I do know this. For this party to be successful, for this party to sustain itself in this new America, for this party to grow, it has to be the Trump agenda. Yeah. No two ways about it.
1: That's exactly right. Whether it's Trump or not, we need – and whether you liked Trump or disliked Trump, it was the Trump agenda that worked. It was that platform that we need going further for, forward. But Governor Bob Ehrlich, before I let you go, let me ask you this. Is there any way, I mean, if you look at how everything has been so disrupted, everything has been turned upside down in less than one year with this new administration, I wonder what's going to happen in the next three years and the difficulty in turning that around and getting back to a Trump platform.
0: It may be less difficult, Rose, than you think, because Ah. the first signpost is next week. Well, you're right. It's Virginia. It's all about Virginia. And and, and that will be an inflection point, in my view.
1: It's going to be interesting. Interesting to watch. And listen, this book sounds fabulous. I love your sense of humor, your approach. Uh, We're talking to former Governor Bob Ehrlich. His new book, Original, Unconventional, and Inconvenient, Donald J. Trump and His MAGA Movement. How can people get a copy of the book?
0: Right now, it's pre-sale on Amazon. Uh, I'll be touring uh, the country, most most primarily up down the East Coast, but uh, it will be uh, pre-sale now. But I believe November 23rd, it'll be available on Amazon, obviously local bookstores, and we're always available to come speak. Uh, Spreading the word is what we do these days. I really appreciate the opportunity as well to be on your show today. And and of course, you got a full load of my... uh, of my full court press wife so
1: <laughs> i like her a lot she's my kind of lady i am um, she is i want to have she you is. out to pittsburgh we need to do that
0: so uh well, we're, we're pittsburgh frequently these days go I'll presidents go bet. president go washington and jefferson <laughs> yeah, that's a great
1: school hey thank you so much it was such a joy to have you on the program i appreciate it
0: my pleasure Rose. Take, take care, care. That's you
1: thank you Listen, you are listening to Rose Unplugged. This episode brought to you by some of the greatest people in the world and patriots and very strong in their faith. Hey, why wouldn't you want to support people like that? Honestly. So first, let's start. It's HempLily, HempLily.com and HempLily.com. I'll tell you what, I use these products all the time and and I love the products. And if you're going through menopause or period And look, it's not just for ladies Guys, it's for you as well Okay Terry Long Terry Long started this company God bless her And she's a patriot And she wants to support shows like mine So please support her There are great products All you need to do is go to HempLily.com Put in promo code ROSE And get 25% off moisturizer guys there's products for you ladies products for you if you're going through perimenopause menopause products for you and, and guys let's face it let's be honest if she's happy you're happy so you know you might even want to buy that for her christmas is coming get on the site there's some great items there and, and the facial moisturizers i use it all the time it's like another patriot mike Lindau. mike lindell mypillow.com Christmas is right around the corner. I can highly recommend to you the slippers. I love them. I have both styles. And it's like somebody's hugging your feet. Not that anybody would really want to hug your feet, but it's like having your feet hugged. All you have to do is go to MyPillow.com Christmas shop there. Okay, let's keep it local. Let's keep it with Patriots. With Hemp Lily, MyPillow. MyPillow MyPillow.com, promo code ROSE. Thank you so much for your support of this podcast.